Hey everybody, and welcome to the Enlighten Me podcast. You are listening to Enlighten Me mini episode number nine. In case you haven't noticed, I actually have a new schedule for posting my episodes. So I am now doing two interviews per month, which means four longer episodes per month. And then I'm doing my Enlighten Me Mini or EMM episodes on the first Monday of the month. So I really like doing the EMMs, but the interviews are really just the heart of the show. And so I want to do more of those, but I still want to include the mini episodes. So now those are just going to be once a month at the beginning of the month. So thanks for tuning into this one. This EMM is about phone addiction. So have you watched the documentary Social Dilemma yet? I feel like the world is buzzing about it and for good reason. It is a really, really good documentary. And this is actually a topic I've been passionate about for a while now. In case you haven't seen it, the documentary goes so far as to explain why the world is becoming so politically polarized and intolerant of those who have different views than us. It really explains cell phone addiction, but more so social media addiction. And I know for me, while I was watching it, I felt very, very convicted. It should be convicting to all of us and make us want to change our ways and create some new habits with our phones. Obviously, cell phones and social media are integral parts of our life, and they have so many benefits for us too. But, you know, if you want to be the person who goes all the way and deletes their accounts or even goes completely off the grid and gets rid of your phone altogether, more power to you. Hey, I have a lot of respect for you if you're that person. But for the rest of us who feel like we still want to keep our social media, we want to hold on to our phones, but we just want to use them more responsibly and not be so addicted, this conversation is for you. So like I said, the Social Dilemma documentary, super, super good. Highly recommend you go watch it on Netflix. This was about addiction to social media, but we have addiction to our devices as a whole and just to screen time in general. We spend a lot of time staring at screens, whether it's our phones, our computers, or televisions. They are everywhere nowadays, right? Now even the books that we read, we're reading them on screens, which is just crazy to think about. And talking about our phones specifically, we use them for everything. At least I know I do. I use it for scheduling in my calendar, for reminders when I need to do things, for my alarm clock in the morning. It's my camera. It's my GPS system. I use it to track my family. And of course, for communication, whether it's via social media, talking on the phone or FaceTime or texting, which we all do. Cell phones are great. They have so many benefits. They provided a lot of accessibility for people who didn't have it previously, but they also have their downfalls, right? So according to an article from the Experimental and Clinical Sciences Journal from last year, phones obviously have their physical downsides like causing eye strain and headaches, creating neck and posture problems. My chiropractor talks to me about that a lot. Uh, causing arthritis like in our hands and even sleep deficit. We all know that's a big one, whether it's because of the blue light that our phones give off or just because we can't stop, we can't put them down, and so it causes us to lose out on sleep. However, in that same article, it mentions that our phones can cause psychological effects, whether it's linked to sleep deficit or just because of the time we spend on social media and comparing ourselves to others, our phones can bring us anxiety, stress, depression, and even an increased suicide risk. If you think you maybe spend too much time on your phone, but you're not addicted to it, let me ask you this question. Do you ever associate your phone with stress or boredom? Do you use your phone as a solution when you're feeling bored? Do you feel stressed when your phone isn't around, like when you leave the house and you realize you forgot it at home? I think pretty much all of us can relate to those feelings, right? Those are signs of phone addiction. Don't feel bad. We all have it, myself included. I'm raising my hand over here, okay? 
Another crazy thing about these devices is, according to the Rescue Time blog from 2019, the presence of a smartphone, even when shut off, lowers cognitive performance, meaning we have a poorer quality of the work that we're getting done. And this is because of the age-old fact that we are not good multitaskers, okay? We think that when we have our phones around and we stop to send a simple text message or check something really quickly on our phone, that we can do that and whatever else we're focused on at the same time, but that's just not true. Even the these brief mental blocks can cost us as much as 40% of our productivity time. Think about all the time that you might spend on your phone when you're at work during the workday, right? It can eat up to an hour of your workday just from those little tiny checks here and there. And of course, this is all on top of the social division that these things cause. On top of what the social dilemma documentary referenced, there have been studies that show that cell phones can cause a decrease in your relational satisfaction. And that's because when you have your phone out and your partner is sitting there or your family is sitting there, you're spending less time in those actual physical relationships that are right there and more time in your virtual relationships. We all know that if we're on the receiving end of it, we don't like that when that happens and our friends and our family members and our loved ones feel the same way. So there's a list of some of the crazy effects that these little phones have on us, right? And these are all compounded when we think about how much time we spend on these things. According to an article from The Guardian in 2018, 79% of us use our phones in the hour leading up to bedtime, and almost 60% of us check our phones within 15 minutes of waking up. Again, myself included in that statistic because most of us have our phones right by our bedsides. Another article from The Guardian in 2019 said that the average person picks up their phone 58 times per day, and half of all these pickups happen within three minutes of a previous one. We just want to check to see has anyone given us a little love in the past few minutes? We can't go even two hours without checking our phones, right? That's just way too long. So a lot of the statistics that we can find nowadays are in reference to adolescence, but obviously adults of all ages are using cell phones now. So the average person spends three hours and 15 minutes per day on their phone. And for teenagers and young adults, it's much closer to the five hour mark. That is a lot of time, okay? I think about if I had an extra three hours every day, man, I would be getting a lot more done or maybe even some better sleep at night, right? Three hours per day might not sound like that much on its own, but when added up, that equals 44 full days per year. Now, obviously, not all this time is just being wasted. Some of it is useful and beneficial things, but we all can admit that we waste time on our phones, right? Have you ever noticed that the apps like Facebook and Instagram and Pinterest, have you ever noticed that they don't have an end, that you just keep scrolling and scrolling and scrolling, and they don't ever stop and say, okay, you've reached the end, time to get off. That's because they want us to stay on, right? They make more money the longer that we stay on and the more that we click on things. And what's even more depressing is that according to the Washington Post, screen time has gone up 33% since going into quarantine because we're all bored, right? We use our phones when we're bored. If you're an iPhone user, you probably get those screen time reports. And I think we can all admit that none of us are proud when we see that, right? I am never proud of myself when my phone says, hey, your screen time went down this last week. You only used it four hours a day on average. That doesn't feel good, right? I would like my screen time to go way, way down. So how can we stop? 
Well, we truly do have to take a stand for ourselves because the companies behind all this, whether it's the social media companies or the phone companies themselves, they aren't going to do it, right? They want us to be using their products all the time. We're gonna have to figure out a way to do it ourselves. So I came up with some practical tips for everyone that I really think you should consider when you are thinking about your screen time. The first one is to set a goal. How much time do you want to spend? And for you parents out there, this was mentioned in this Social Dilemma documentary too when you're talking to your kids about using their phones. Ask them before you give them a phone, how much time do you want to spend on it a day? I don't think any of them are going to say, I would love to spend five hours a day on my phone, right? I think most of them would say something closer to an hour. And for me, that's the case too. So first set a goal because then you can know how you're going to accomplish that goal. Next, one big tip is turn off notifications. So turn off notifications to your social media apps, to the other apps that are just trying to grab your attention. Turn off those notifications. I only have notifications for texts and calls turned on right now, and you could even turn off the text ones if you want. I also have my notifications turned on for my calendar and my reminders just so that I don't forget when I have any appointments coming up. However, those are the only notifications I've left on my phone because I don't need to be notified whenever someone likes my photo, right? That's just going to make me want to click on it and see. Instead, I can see all that whenever I set aside the time to go on social media once per day, if that. If you do want to turn off your texting notifications because you just get way too many text messages, popular you, you can actually set up an auto text responder. iPhone has this as a setting, and if you have an Android, you can download an app to do so, but it could say something like, hey, sorry, I'm at work right now, I'll get back to you as soon as I can, and you can set that up to respond within the workday hours. Or if it's at nighttime, it could say, hey, I'm spending time with my family right now. Hey, I'm cooking dinner right now, something like that. I'll get back to you as soon as I can. And then you can have a set time in the day that you go to check your phone and respond to your text messages. This is really good for the people who don't wanna be known as someone who takes forever to respond, right? I actually do get back to you right away, but I'm gonna spend more time on my response later on. And if you're worried about urgency, you can also put in, call me if it's something you need right away or some kind of disclaimer like that. Now, another thing you can do is delete apps that you don't need. I know I mentioned turning off notifications, but also what about the apps that you don't even really need on your phone or that you could check on your browser or your desktop computer whenever you want to, especially things like social media and email. You don't really need the apps because the desktop version works just fine, right? Same thing goes for you Kindle users or whatever digital reading device you're using. Try getting actual books instead. Go back to the old-fashioned way of getting your library card and support your local library. Invest in an actual alarm clock and an actual watch so you don't need to depend on your phone as much. And of course, my favorite that I still do to this day is using a paper planner or calendar instead of using the one on your phone. I really need to do this more, actually. And I know I just said delete those apps, but there are some other apps you can download to actually help you solve this problem of phone addiction. Apps like Rescue Time, Scroll Stopper, Freedom, Off Times, and there are many others that can help you do things like tracking your screen time and what you're spending it on, or even saying, hey, you've reached your screen time limit today, time to get off. If you think you want those safeguards in your life, that's a really, really helpful way to set up those boundaries and make sure you are meeting the goal that you set. And speaking of boundaries, I think this is a really important one. I really highly recommend setting physical boundaries for yourself with your cell phone, whether it's not having your phone at work or at school, or not having your phone in the bedroom, or a really good one, no phones in the bathroom, okay? No more mindless scrolling while you are sitting on the pot. Instead, you have to find something else to entertain yourself. 
a lot of writers today are saying that we are losing the art form of boredom, of just having empty minds and letting our creativity flow because we depend too much on our devices. So let your time in the bathroom be just that. Think about what boundaries you want to set for yourself. I know for us, we've talked about having our phones, leaving them on the dresser when we get home from work, and not carrying them around the house all night. Instead, just going in to check them whenever we feel like we need to, but that way we're not tempted to look at them when we should be spending family time together. Another good one is, of course, to just leave your phone at home altogether. Think about where you're going. Do you really need to bring your phone with you? I know for me, when I was working full-time, I did need to have my phone at work, so I would definitely bring it with me then. But there are a lot of outings we go to, like think about going to your friend's house to watch a game or do something like that. Why would you need your phone to do that, right? We can leave it at home. Start creating that separation on your own. And of course, one of my favorites, as you know, is to turn your phone on airplane mode or do not disturb works also, but airplane mode is even better because you are reducing the EMF radiation that you're getting. This was something that I talked about in another Enlighten Me mini episode that if you haven't listened to, you probably should go back and do that because these little devices also carry around a lot of radiation with them. So that's an easy way to reduce your radiation is just having it on airplane mode or leaving it at home and then it'll help with your phone addiction as well okay? Killing two birds with one stone. So there's my list of tips for you. I hope you found that helpful, and I hope you remember that our phones really aren't the enemy. They do a lot of amazing things that I am super thankful for. Again, they've created accessibility for people who didn't have it in the past, and we've just seen a lot of technological advancements in this time, and it's great, but it's on us to use them more responsibly. The game will always be to draw us in, so how can we combat that and be smart cell phone users? There are simple but effective steps you can take. All these little things will add up to big change if you practice them and stick with them, really. It's going to take some time because we're all addicts, obviously. So when you put some of these tips in effect, remember that it'll take some time to wean yourself off, right? It takes time to kill a bad habit. Be patient with yourself and stick with it. And remember that it is going to make an impact on your life and your mental health and your physical health, too. I hope you found this helpful and that you feel enlightened to combat our shared problem of phone addiction. Thank you so much for tuning in. And remember that part two of the climate change episode will be available on Thursday. So stay tuned for that. Also remember that I am currently donating money for reviews that I receive. So super fun. Make sure you go leave a review, subscribe to the show, share the show with someone you love that needs to hear this and keep seeking to get enlightened. Peace out.